How much transparency do business owners and leaders really owe their audiences? Hi, welcome to another conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today I'm including all of you into a conversation I've been having with myself that started around probably would be like a vent fest or a rant around a need for more transparency and integrity in the online business space. For you to be able to join me in this conversation, I need to back up a little bit and tell you where it started. So I have a business practice that I learned in my business coaching group called uh, Screw the 9 to 5 Community about getting testimonials from people who have worked with you. The idea is, is that as consumers, we are all trained to go to Yelp before we try a new restaurant, that we hit the Amazon review button before we put add to cart, that we as consumers and buyers are more likely to make a purchase when that purchase has been verified as a good, sound, worthwhile investment by other people through the form of reviews. I was encouraged right away when I started in the online business space to seek out testimonials, to get people to talk about how I work, what working with me was like, the transformations I was able to offer, and how I added value to people's lives and businesses. I have to tell you, when I started out in the online business space, I was working with a lot of new business owners who were just a few steps behind where I was in my own online business journey. I was working with people who had never really thought about owning a business before, who didn't quite identify themselves as bosses or as leaders. And I was working with a lot of new business owners, helping them do things like imposter syndrome and manage things like, you know, shiny object syndrome and all the other syndromes that the entrepreneurial space has made up to talk about how gosh darn hard it all is sometimes, right? And one of the things when I first started out that would consistently happen for me is that I would find when I was working with new business owners that I was repeating the things that I was saying a lot. So I would work with one new business owner on a Monday, another on a Tuesday, and by Friday, I would have found that I was saying a lot of the same things repeatedly. It became a value and an intention of my own business that I thought new business owners would better benefit from a group model. I moved away from working with new business owners one-on-one -on -one because I actually thought new business owners benefit from that community support, the shared experience, knowing that other people are in it with them and in it together. But when I was doing that one-on-one -on -one work, getting testimonials was so easy. People were sharing my content left and right. People were shouting me out and tagging me on social media, on all of the different websites. I was getting so many referrals from other new business owners sort of passing out my name to other people. And it was just like it had been for me in my brick and mortar business, where I largely filled my practice and my business based on word of mouth. 
in the past, I would say year and a half or so, as I've shifted my one-on-one work away from new business owners and have moved to more established business owners who are earning six figures, who are approaching the seven-figure mark, who have exceeded the seven-figure mark, I've been doing the same practice asking people for testimonials, saying, hey, if you found value from the time we spent together, if you thought that this was worthwhile, if you happen to know anybody who might benefit from my help, my services, and my guidance, I'd love it if you could please put my name out. The more successful the people I've been working with, the more consistently I'm hearing a no to that request. And it's not because people didn't think I was very good. And it's not because people didn't think I was helpful. It was because they didn't want their name associated in public on my website or um, on content that I put out or on a sales page for a product or service I might offer. They didn't want their name associated with someone who needed mindset help at one point in time or another that they felt it would damage their own brand their own reputation the number of non-disclosure agreements i've gotten has increased with the amount of success of clients have achieved and i on some level i get it but when i was first reacting to this over the past i'd say it's it's really been steady um I'd say over the past year or so, I'm getting a lot more no's in response to my request for testimonials. I started to get defensive and discouraged. And that's where this conversation with all of you was going to start today. From my place of discouragement and displacement, maybe, and this need to call out for a a, a a drive towards transparency. I was going to tell people that, you know, when you don't talk about the struggle, when you don't talk about how hard it is, when you don't say like, hey, I got stuck to your misleading and you're moving out of the world with integrity, that we shouldn't be embarrassed or ashamed of having asked for help, that we're contributing to the stigma that there's something wrong with asking for help or that we're all supposed to know. And I was full on prepared to go on a rant. I was thinking it through yesterday. I was making bullet points for my conversation. And then I I just had this moment yesterday where I was asking myself, what the hell am I doing? What the hell am I thinking? And what makes me think I'm so right? And what turned from a rant into this conversation is the idea that I think business owners need to take stock and take a moment and have this conversation with themselves as owners of their own businesses. How much transparency do you want and do you intend to offer your audience about the struggles and the things that happen behind the curtain of your business? Because here's the thing, my value for transparency and authenticity and telling it like it is came from my personal business plan, my personal business decision based on the way I wanted to do business. I made that decision from a place where I knew I had burned out from my last brick and mortar business. Those of you just first getting to know me and haven't listened to some of my older episodes, you all might not know 
that at some point in time, I had a, a private brick and mortar private therapy practice, and I burned out from it. And one of the leading contribute, like sort of leading contributions to burnout for me was the fact that I couldn't really show up in the room as myself. The core messaging behind anything I've been teaching, either as a therapist, or either as a mindset coach has been the idea that we cannot control what happens to us. We can only control how we respond to it. And the idea that I was teaching these lessons in my private therapy office and I wasn't telling people what it had been like for me, how I came to learn those lessons and the struggles I had had along the way, the fact that I had been in therapy and the fact that I had hired my own coaches felt so disingenuous to me. I felt lost lost and invisible and it, it just wasn't working. And that's how I came to make the decision that if I'm going to be a personal brand, if I am going to help people build their own businesses, I am going to be transparent about it. And I think at some point that led to some entitlement on my part and some judgment on that my part that everybody should be doing that, that that was the way. And then that's what moving through the world with integrity looked like. But as I sit here today, after thinking about some of the things I thought yesterday, I think that point of view is full of crap. I get to decide for my business what's honest, what's integrity, you know, what holds integrity, what's transparent, and how much transparency I offer my audience and my business. I don't think I get to make that decision for other business owners or leaders, but I do think they have to consciously make that decision for themselves, for how they want to move through the world and how they want to operate their businesses. And that's why I'm having this conversation with you today to challenge you to take a moment, to take a couple of hours, a weekend, to give some thought and consideration to how transparent you want to be about the struggle about what it's really like, how much of yourself you're going to put out there, how much of the whole full picture are you going to put out there? Is it always going to be the shiny like clips of greatest hits in your social media posts? Are you going to get real? Because one of the things that I see happen a lot is people put out those shiny Instagram worthy posts and pictures until it's time to sell. And then when it's time to sell, they want to connect with their audience and they tell their homeless in a white van story and they talk about their struggle and how hard it's been. And they use it as a way to sort of what I, I believe disingenuinely connect with their potential buyers. But as a business owner and a leader, you have to decide where you land in this. Because as I can tell you from personal experience, a lot of people have a lot of opinions about this. And I can tell you that my choice to be transparent has come with natural consequences. Because as soon as you put yourself out there, people can use it against you. And people have accused my show of being self-indulgent, have talked about the fact that they don't take me as seriously because I sound vulnerable at times. And 
how am I supposed to be teaching people if I get messy at times? I've gotten that feedback. And not talking to people about your struggle, not sharing the dark sides and the things that happen behind the curtain are going to come with their own set of natural consequences. It probably will be harder for you to connect with your audience. You may need a different sort of marketing strategy. Relationship marketing might look differently for you. People may sort of view you um, in certain ways and have opinions about your decisions to run a business. And you want, and I, I don't pretend to know what those are, but I do think that you have, as business owners and leaders, a responsibility to think about how you move through the world and how you move through the space and how you put yourself out there. Because you know what? I get on my high horse all the time and I tell you, Coca-Cola doesn't really care if they raise their prices. Pepsi doesn't really care if I don't like their clear Pepsi soda. TJ Maxx doesn't care if they ha- if I don't like their hours of operation and wish they opened earlier. They get to make those decisions. It just kind of occurred to me yesterday that if I think business owners get to make those decisions for themselves and I use those kinds of decisions as models and guideposts for how you all can choose to move past your own self-doubt and your own self-critic to run businesses your way, then I think I owe it to people to also include that call for transparency and that call for authenticity into that conversation that becomes part of your personal decision for your business model. Sure, for me as a business owner and a service provider, it would be awesome if the gold standard could be, if you like the services I offered, please let people know about it. That would feel really good for me. That would be a nice way to give back. But my clients don't really owe me anything other than the payment for services rendered anything else is a bonus. And I can be discouraged by it. I can wish it were different, but I don't think I get to judge that. I do think though, as consumers, we have to pay attention. We have to decide who we want to buy from, who we want to invest in, whose sort of brand and service and all of that sort of resonate with us. And consumers owe it to themselves to make the decision mindfully based on who they think they're buying from and who they're you know, choosing to be led by. And business owners need to decide where they're going to fall in the space because what ends up happening otherwise is you end up doing the whole transparency thing and authenticity thing just because people have told you to do it, but you might not personally have buy-in into it. Or you do it in a way that's still disingenuous because you still are pretty guarded. We all get to decide our boundaries here. We all get to decide who we believe in, who we don't, and how we respond to the messaging we hear. I started this conversation from such a hurt, discouraged, and judgmental place. It's not where I've landed. 
But where I have landed is an invitation to other business owners and leaders to make this decision for themselves, to decide for yourself how you're showing up in this space, how you're showing people who you are. If you're only doing the Instagram greatest hits, or if maybe you're going to go behind the curtain a little bit, but to make it a conscious choice, incorporate it into your business plan to make sure your personal values are reflected there. And then wherever the chips fall, the chips fall. Um, You might be wondering what my point of this podcast episode is. And honestly, I didn't know where I was going to land when I pressed play and started recording. But I think it's just about encouraging you to start and have the same conversation with yourself that I've been having with myself to see if it changes your perspective about business ownership and leadership and to get in the driver's seat of that decision so you're not reacting to it. Thanks so much for joining me for this chat today. I hope I've given you something to think about. If you do get value from my show, um, you don't have to admit to, <laughs> you don't have to admit to using help or services. You simply have to admit to liking the Business Mindset Mastery podcast. But if you could leave a review in your podcast app for it, share the show with anybody who might need to hear it. It certainly would help me out. But as I am learning, that is entirely your choice. So choose wisely and choose what works for you. If you have a question for me and you'd like my bet, my two cents on your life or business, please do find me over at Heather at choose to have it all.com. I look forward to learning from you and learning from your questions and talking to you next time. Bye for now.